Okay, Hi, Lily. Hey, Anju. How's it going? Oh, I am good. Yeah. We're back for another episode of uh, Call to the Light. And uh, it looks like no one listened to our last one. <laughs> no one did, and that is okay. Because you know what? I found in delight. I found delight in just trying and then laughing about the fact that we have no listeners. <laughs> I listened. I just wanted you. I think I should just send myself a new book. Maybe I'm going to send you a book too. So I'm just really proud of us. And I just think that the fact that we can laugh so well at this is exactly the delight we're looking for. <laughs> Oh, even though I wrote Give Away, and then we wrote it and we put it all on the walls and shared it on all of our walls. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but I just think it's funny. (laughs) Although my sister did say she listened, so maybe she just didn't listen to All the Way, or she just doesn't care to get the book. I'm not sure. Maybe no one cares about the book, which is fine too. <laughs> Maybe that's all it is. <laughs> Maybe it's lots of listeners, and that's all it is. <laughs> okay, Lily, do you want to talk about why we talk about the light every week? Yes. <laughs> So that we can laugh at ourselves for moments like this. This is for sure to just make space for that. Um, uh, Okay, so I was thinking about it for this week, and it's kind of relevant to the thing that I kind of chose is the um, delight doesn't necessarily come naturally to me to have to think about. And um, when things are kind of tough, um, a lot of what I do is I end up kind of, I find myself sitting in a set of blinders, almost like kind of like that cattle trotting in the fields straight ahead Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. often with those blinders I don't get to um when things get tough I often just sit in what I know which is the same small space and sometimes it gets even smaller and smaller when things get tough and so Mm -hmm. what I find is talking about the light and actually um pushing myself to kind of think about it more actively um allows me to open up those blinders to take them away and to sometimes to if somebody asks me you know to do something or to challenge that that I might go you know what I do think I need to do something a bit different so sure I'm gonna do it and that's not something that comes naturally to me so I think that this uh just talking about it our Saturday conversations all of that it really just helps to push me into finding delight and I'm just mm-hmm. super- and that's just really, really nice. So, yes, that's where I'm at. <sighs> so, I'm wondering, though, can we do, should we start with you since, uh, yeah, I answered? And why don't you tell me what your delight is? Sure. <laughs> uh, um, so, my delight this week um, came from a Korean drama called Vincenzo. And um, I basically had a couple of days off because um, 
I was so tired. I've been so tired. And so um, my husband took some days off from work. And so I've been just like doing nothing. And I just had a lot of like stress um, and exhaustion. And I needed to like turn my brain off. So I decided to watch Korean dramas. And I don't watch a lot of Korean dramas because... They're so involving and like I get into it and I can't get mm-hmm. out. And so <laughs> I I don't casually watch Korean dramas. I uh-uh. only like binge it. And so then this is like, okay, I have two days. I'm going to binge. <laughs> yes. Exactly what Korean dramas are made for. Yes. To like fill my life with their stories. And so I chose Senso <laughs> because I've been hearing about it and that it's good. And it was so good. I mean, <laughs> like the story is so ridiculous. <laughs> like basically, Vincenzo is a Korean. It is the name of the character, the main character, and he is a Korean um, um, by background, but he grew up in Italy. And so basically, he grew up to be a part of the Italian mafia. (laughs) And in the story, basically, he finds himself needing to come back to Korea. Uh, And thankfully, he speaks fluent Korean still. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, of course. And uh, so he's back in Korea. And basically, we see... Uh, the classic mafia story played out within Korean culture in the context of Korean drama storytelling. And, like, <laughs> it's so good. Like, uh, throughout the series, they refer to The Godfather a lot and how, um, uh, like, the first couple of times I was like, oh, okay, The Godfather. And then I realized there's so many, like, um, oh, this is the character that's like that. So, like, they have... You know how, like, in the Godfather or Mafia films, you have, like, usually the Italian restaurant that the Mafia, like, frequents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's usually, like, a laundromat that they, like, um, also have. Like, they have... Like, the Mafia has, like, <laughs> businesses around them, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, like, there's usually also, a like, a church. There's usually, like, a crooked a priest... <laughs> or none like some kind of like there's like the mafia goes to the church and like forgive me father and like they're still very religious you know yeah uh-huh. and so they have in this series a buddhist <laughs> monk <laughs> who is like a friend to vincenzo there is a korean italian restaurant there's a long <laughs> there's like uh like the uh, the Italian mafia films. There's like also like music. So there's like a piano teacher. <laughs> Wait, I like... think. I think. Uh, hold on. Is is the Italian restaurant a pizza garden? Is no. it something like that? For some reason, I thought I saw like a pizza garden something in there. Okay, so I'm only on uh, episode two, but okay. it's it's not that. It's not that. No, it's just like oh, okay. a guy. It's like a small <laughs> restaurant that a guy started, and okay. so it's. <laughs> 
And it's like so fun to see like the Korean versions of like the things you see in like The Godfather. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then like the Korean sensibility around all of that is so so funny. And the mm-hmm. thing is like like it's not like The Godfather is a very serious like uh serious like series of movies, but mm-hmm. this Korean drama is funny. So it's like a, like a satire a parody of it all. It's not even satire. It's um, it's like a, an homage. It's an homage to uh. mafia films with the Korean comedy, like dramatic flair to it. So like, while they have like a also like a mafia esque like very intense like corruption, crooked like violence, there is also like really silly characters that just make you laugh. Uh-huh. And it was just, like, the perfect combination of, like, cultural things that were really interesting, um, just, like, humor that was just, like, really surprising. And every time I watch Korean dramas, the thing that I love is that you don't see the tropes. Like, you don't see the Asian tropes that, like, Asians are forced to play out yes, in Western absolutely. media. And so, like, you see a Korean mafia guy... And it's not even a Korean, like, you know, karate, like, or like a Japanese Yakuza guy, you know, that like they might portray like a martial arts Asian person as in a Western film. He's an an Italian (laughs) mafia guy. He's wearing wearing the classic Italian double-breasted jacket and he's walking around in pinstripes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And one of my favorite, favorite scenes, I won't spoil for you, it's because it was so good. It's like um, one of the things that I realized is like in, you know, because Asians, like Koreans also have like an image of what Europe is like, you know, just like how mm-hmm. um, like people who have never been to the U.S. might have an image of what the what the U.S. is like through watching films. Koreans have that for like Italy or like, mm-hmm. you know, other European places. And so one of the things that people, tourists do uh, and I'm sure you've seen this in like Vancouver too. It's like they take pictures with like <laughs> the birds. Like you know how you go to Granville Island and every like all the tourists are taking pictures with the seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're like, like why? <laughs> <laughs> but like so like tourists do that with pigeons in oh, yeah. in in like plazas. So like I uh, like they'll go to these plazas where the pigeons are and they'll like take pictures with the pigeons. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so there's a scene with a, with a pigeon like this particular pigeon has a storyline. <laughs> and the character as well. <laughs> the character and I love that they have a pigeon that's a character in this storyline. It's just like so funny. I just um I just it made me so happy to watch oh, it. That sounds so and, good. Uh, it was just, it just hit all the right spots. And really, I was so stressed out. And like, there was a lot of things I was like, really frustrated about. But when I was watching the film, like, I couldn't help but laugh. I was like laughing. I was, <laughs> thinking like, I'd be reminded by something in my real life and be like, oh, that makes me so mad. But then I'd be watching it. And I was just like, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> so. I love it. I love it. It was so good. It's so, so true that like um, a Korean drama cannot be like you cannot um, not binge. 
Like you have to watch like all 16 episodes all at once. Like you, you suffer the, the, it's even worse when you're like, oh shoot, I only started this at 4 p.m. Now I must stay up till like 6 a.m. in order to finish this entire series. What have I done? And it's like, it's so real. Like, (laughs) yeah. I am so excited for you to watch the rest of the series because it was such a joy for me. I was, I just started, okay, so I, as, as I think we had talked earlier, but it's like I was watching, I have been watching It's Okay to Not Be Okay, which is also so good. Um, it's, it's, uh, and, but uh, Vincenzo is the next one on my list and I'm on episode two. And I actually, I was so tired from the work week that I actually only watched, I passed out watching episode two. So I'm not mm-hmm. even, which is, you know, so I, I have the rest of the today and tomorrow I'm sure to watch the rest of it. So I'm very excited and we can definitely do. Um... So what have we decided when it comes to Vincenzo for next week? Maybe we shall delight in it. Yes, maybe we'll <laughs> do it again. Talk about it again. Do if you uh, want to uh, have a chat about it when you're done the series. <sighs> okay, uh... yes. Very exciting, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm so glad that that kind of helped to take away like it kind of transports you into a whole nother world, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Good stories just, yeah, help you escape into a different world. I wanted to be in the Vincenzo world, even though it was awful in a lot of ways, but uh, the characters were so great. <sighs> how, how are you? What is your delight for this week, Lily? Um, uh yeah no um I you know what as I was thinking sorry just to kind of go back to it really quickly mm-hmm. is I was just thinking about also like how um the last time when I was talking to you about K dramas too in a different conversation we were talking about as well like how I was just saying I just love the clothes and the things yes. that like they they show up in all of these all in the dramas like and it's okay to not be okay the characters are all dressed up in such like. Ugh. The, yes. the main character, she just dresses up in every single kind of outfit. It doesn't matter what, she, like, she's just full-on fashionista all mm-hmm. over the place. And mm-hmm. and it's just so unapologetic. Like, she'll be walking in the park, and she'll be in this gigantic, like, peacock outfit or, like, this yes. gigantic, like, dress. And you're kind of like, wow. But you realize, I'm like, because she's owning the space. Like, she is just yes. doing it. And it doesn't matter. And I just love seeing Asian characters being portrayed as the main characters. Like, just like, being oh, the so center true. without needing any type of like she's not she's not quote unquote the Asian stereotype she just exists oh. that way and it just yeah. is like oh I love it or yes. that they show the characters so well and like there's there's parts where the characters are just themselves where they're just dressed normal very normal their mm-hmm. hair isn't done their their mm-hmm. their makeup isn't done nothing is done but then in the next scene, you'll see them fully done and you just go, mm. oh, wow. And it just blows you away and you just go, oh, I know. like, I love how they're so comfortable in just w- doing the very, like, in showing all of parts of that of themselves, like, in yeah. the, the humble home that they live in and then, like, maybe watching TV, scratching their butts or something. Like, I just love, like, the, being in, being able to enjoy, like, being me, or, like, kind of seeing right. someone just be okay to not have to wear makeup, not have to dress up not to have to be that way, but then right away again, by choice, the next scene is I'm completely done up and I I like yeah. that as well. You know, just that complete, yes. you're not stuck in one way or the other. You're not ashamed of mm-hmm. one side or the other. And mm-hmm. I just love all of that. That's, that's something Yeah, else. like the way that Asians are portrayed on Western media is so narrow. Yes. 
And it so, is so they, all the characters look a certain way. They're mm-hmm. like the rich Asian characters who are only yeah. always in like brand name stuff. Yeah. Or they're like the poor Asians. They're yes. like working the like the menial jobs. And yes. like they have like either perfect English or like horrible English. And yes. so it's just like. Yes. Uh, uh, and or the so, awkward Asian that doesn't know how yes. to dress or wears clothes oh, and are too big Asian. Them, and then completely yes. nerdy and then doesn't know how to do anything and you're like and then they have to give them a makeover and you're like okay this is not how every Asian exists even if and I do do makeover. good math <laughs> yeah it's just um like turning so, them white <laughs> yeah the thing that I love about even like the Asian female character in Vincenzo she has like um she doesn't have double like eyelids so like the whole time I was watching the show I was looking at her eye makeup I was like look how good it is and look how natural it is because sometimes I feel like when I see Asian characters in western media the makeup is for like western features yes and they're trying to fit it on an Asian face so it's so good to see like someone that knows what to do with Asian hair Asian face Asian eyes Asian like uh all of uh, it and eyebrows. I, I just feel like it's just very, it's the eyebrows. I'm just going, oh, someone that looks like me and I can do my makeup not having to pretend to do big wing tips or do big things that oh, like yes. Western people do. I just go, can we just do something simple that highlights yes. us? And yes, it's so natural. Cat eyes? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Normal uh, eyes and not how make everything so almondy and like catty, like just because yes. you're Asian. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I just wanted to come back to that because I was, yes, that's the joy of watching Asian dramas, being able to see us in the real. Yeah, for sure. Well, quote unquote yeah. real, in the quote yeah. unquote real. Yeah, because it's because it's so like not like they're not. unapologetically like dramatic. Yes. And the, uh, but like they, like the good Korean dramas, they know when to go into the extreme dramatic and went to like just tone it down and now they're just like capturing something that's much more low-key yes I love that they do both they do dramatic acting and like low-key acting and it's just so fun I love it yes yes so good so I look forward to watching the show and finding as much delight in it as you are because that uh, is that escapism is just such a wonderful space (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) getting enveloped into it Uh, so for sure. Uh, okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Back to you. Um. Yes. Yeah, so my delight this week was um, that I had um. So Stephen, he had um. We have we have a we have friends that uh, they invited us to go and do a bonfire down by the beach, um, mm. on last Sunday, and it's so funny because both of us like I was like, oh, okay. I guess we could go, I'm just so tired or, you know, whatever. And we both felt like super tired to go. And this isn't something we often do, even though we live in one of the most beautiful nature-esque places in in Canada, like uh, where it's city and nature right outside the, like 10 blocks is nature. Mm -hmm. It's like incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, Stephen and I just don't do any of it, which is Mm -hmm. so sad. But anyway, so we both were like, oh, okay, so we're going to go because we should kind of thing. But then we went 
and we had a little bonfire by the beach and the sun didn't set till like 9.30, which was like the first time this whole season that it's actually been so beautiful um, and the sun has stayed up for so long. And, um, you know, and it was just such pure peace. And, you know, Stephen made a s'more for the first time. And even as I was getting ready for this, like in the beginning, I was so tired, but then I was like, okay, so we're going to get ready for the beach. And then of course I put like my typical, like, like as a Canadian or as like I, I'm living in Alberta, you know, I know how to prepare for nature um, plans. It's just like, I just don't ever do it. So like I immediately, like I went to my closet, I said, okay, I'm going to the beach. I picked out my my uh, red and black checkered plaid sweater. <laughs> so I, I put that on. And as soon as I put that on, you know, I like pack up the bag. I put like my little camping chair. Okay, the thermos is get the tea, get the this, get the hot water, whatever. And so we get out there and I was like, I have to make a quick pit, pit, quick pit stop. And then, so we stop, I stopped at Hanam, the, the mm-hmm. Korean store. And then I come down and we, anyway, so we get there and um, I had brought um, like boiling hot water. So then by the time we got down to the beach, I, I made ramen for us, like mm. eat at the beach. And oh my God, it was so good. Like just a cup of noodles. And oh. like of course my friends, they were like, what did you bring? Like, what is this? And I said, oh, no, just you wait. So I, like, pour it out, and they're all sitting there, like, oh, Were my. they all white? Yes. Uh, well, my one friend is from Mongolia, but uh, but uh, mm-hmm. her husband is white, yes. And mm-hmm. so he, they were like, what? Wow, this is amazing. What a good idea. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. So we're all sitting there. We're eating noodles by the beach. Like, of course, like, it brings, it took me all the way back to, like, my dad, when we used to go on picnics and stuff, we didn't do the barbecue he bought a big bucket of kfc and we all laid on the picnic table mm-hmm. like thing and ate chicken like this is what <laughs> i'm like i'm not i'm not barbecuing out here i'm just gonna <laughs> which is you know whatever but so we had the bonfire and um and um steven made a s'more for the first time and it was just it was just so beautiful to kind of just enjoy a day outside even though that's really what we should be taking advantage of right now just being having like a little bit of a walk or something that is loud like I know that you know this pandemic has been so like I we have just gotten I've gotten so used to just sitting inside my house doing just the things that I can do in my house like I haven't taken advantage of being able to walk outside into nature where many people that are not in somewhere like Vancouver don't have access to other naturey places so they really do mm-hmm. have their home and mm-hmm. maybe a trail or something if they can walk to get a bit of fresh air and so I told myself this week what delight I experienced I saw the stars I saw like the the the, the fire that was just going up and it was just so quiet and the waves washing and I just felt like my anxiety wash away like it just felt like that moment was just like wow and so me and Steven were like, we need to do more of this. And mm-hmm. it was just a decision in our minds to say, we can't take where we are for granted. I know that where I live, I'm very thankful. And I have been sitting in a state of like this anxiety and nervousness of going outside, doing anything, which is fair. And it's right. Because like, in a way, like, I, not right, but like, we have to be safe. But then there's this other piece of like, but do take time for yourself to associate with the nature like your air the air and to do that because you can't sit inside your apartment all day every day forever um you know and you do need to go for a walk so yes I tend to just 
honestly, I've been, I just cave, sit in a cave, which is my apartment. I feel like, I feel like Dexter from Lost, if you've ever seen that show and how he does everything within his one little apartment camper, mm-hmm. like, and mm-hmm. he just does, it's just like day in, day out, he does the exact same thing. That's how I feel. And so, I mean, I'm sure everyone can relate to that, but um, yeah, so this week, I, I, even this weekend, I'm like, okay, hey, we're going to really make sure that like, you know, when it's a quiet time, Steve and I will go out again and just sit and relax in the nature and enjoy peace because, yeah, uh, yeah. so that, that was my delight and like kind of just thankful that I had someone push me to go and do something. I kind of felt that felt a little bit out of my status quo um, mm-hmm. because I've just been having, the, I've had those blinders on all, all for the last year and a half. That's really all I've, I've done nothing really to, uh, well, push I'm myself. so glad you did that. I feel like Thank as you. you were telling me about it, I could imagine you like on the beach in yeah. Vancouver and I could imagine you guys sitting yeah. around with them ramen noodles and it's just, uh, it makes me so happy to imagine you doing that. Cause that sounds so good. Thank you. And it reminded me of even the other day when you were talking about the cows and the bike ride. And just that when I heard you say it, it was that feeling of freedom almost kind of just Mm -hmm. like biking and the wind and just like Mm -hmm. seeing nature and cows and animals. So it was kind of like that feeling of the serene, maybe. Yes. Yes, so that's it. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yeah, so good. Thank you for sharing. Thank you I'm for so sharing. I'm so glad that you had that experience, and I hope you have more, more yes. outside experiences like that. Yes, and I hope you're able to get some rest in this time off, because. Um, oh, thanks. Yes, uh, isn't it amazing though? Like how it's like, uh, you know, um, to be able just to have straight hours of time to be able to do mm-hmm. something. I'm just so glad you're able or to do not it. do it. See. Anything. Or to not do anything <laughs> and to feel unapologetic for it is the hardest part. So you deserve yes. it. You are worthy. <laughs> I'm so yes. excited for you. So. Oh, thank you. Uh, enjoy and savor the rest of this weekend. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll check back next week and maybe we'll talk about Vincenzo again. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. Actually, so I'll have to binge, which will be an easy task, thankfully. My easy homework task. Which would have already been done. So good. Till next week. (laughs) Till next week. Bye bye. Bye. I love you so much. If you suck, I need a hug.